A Florida man gracefully exposes himself on a flight to Boston. A Florida man is charged after throwing a sex toy at a woman on Thanksgiving. A Florida woman is accused of biting some children. And a Florida woman sued Velveeta, claiming its macaroni takes longer than three and a half minutes to prepare. These are the weird stories for Friday on Weird AF News. The only daily weird news podcast produced inside a closet. And the only daily weird news podcast that does Florida Fridays. That's right. Only weird news from our favorite state, Florida. I thank you for being present for this. Let's go. A Florida man is guilty of touching and exposing himself on a flight to Boston. This story has two things that are near and dear to me, Boston and a Florida man. Well, it's the holiday season. Sometimes you need to give yourself some affection. Probably not do it on a flight to Boston, though, if you know what's good for you. I'm not saying don't show yourself affection, but do it in the privacy of your own apartment or your car, as long as it's parked somewhere remote where no one can see you. Donald Edward Robinson is 76 years old. This guy's up there, all right? Hard to believe a guy 76 years old has the libido to want to touch himself on a flight to Boston, but it's it's happening, guys. Perhaps he took that little pill that makes 76-year-olds want to touch themselves in public. It says here, Donald allegedly targeted a 21-year-old female passenger. That's just wrong. You shouldn't be targeting anybody with your exposition of your private parts. You know what I'm saying? All right, the article says a Florida man who allegedly masturbated and exposed himself and touched another touched another passenger as well without her consent. Psh, who's going to give this guy consent? Donald, the Florida man. Florida men don't get consent ever. It was a flight to Boston from Jersey. So uh, you can't expect a flight from Jersey to Boston to be safe. You just can't, especially when it's filled with Florida men. This guy pleaded guilty to a charge of performing a lewd act aboard an aircraft. <laughs> That's a hilarious sentence. He pleads guilty to the charge of performing a lewd act aboard an aircraft. Not to be confused with performing a lewd act on a submarine. All right, this is an aircraft. Not to be confused with performing a lewd act on a kayak <laughs> or other seagoing vessels. That's completely different. Not to be confused with performing a lewd act on a space station. I'm sure that's going to happen in the future as well. Now, can I propose a... Federal law that requires all Florida men to wear a, a little button on this shirt that says, I am a Florida man, and if you're going to be near me, I might try to fondle you or show you something that you don't want to see. All in favor, say aye. Eyes have it. Well, I'm the only man with all my teeth in Florida. I'm the only man with all my teeth in Florida. A Florida man is charged after throwing a sex toy at a woman during an argument. The police arrested a Florida man Thanksgiving morning after he threw a sex toy at a lady during an argument. Oh, of all the mornings to throw a sex toy at somebody you love. Thanksgiving, this is not the right time. It, it's a time for giving thanks and letting your loved ones and friends know that you care about them and you're grateful for having them in your life. It's not a time for throwing a dildo at their chin. That's just my opinion. Maybe you have a different opinion. Call the show, 646-450-2012. All opinions on the proper moment to throw a sex toy at a woman are uh, well-received, usually. I'm open to any opinion on that. According to the court documents, 
obtained by the media. We have a Florida man in the story named Christopher, age 45. He's got a 33-year-old girlfriend who is unnamed because they want to protect the innocent. They were in a room at the Sun Island Motel. Not the best place to spend your Thanksgiving, the Sun Island Motel is my guess. Christopher Pacito, the Florida man, was probably none too pleased. They got into an argument, probably about why they're in this stupid hotel on Thanksgiving. According to the police, Pacito was sick of being there. He started packing his suitcase to leave the motel. Probably wanted to go to a place that had gravy and those delicious mashed potatoes. That's a proper Thanksgiving. This is when he began to empty his suitcase of the victim's items so that he could fill it with his own items because he was out of there. Well, during the process, he was throwing her things at her and a sex toy struck her in the torso. The report says it left a bruise, this sex toy. Must have been a pretty hard sex toy or the velocity of which he threw the sex toy could have been high. Gee, I would really love to be in the courtroom when they're going over this. Perhaps they have a witness, the cleaning lady. Yes, um, if you could uh, please turn your attention to the diagram that we have of the torso of our victim here. Um, could you show us where the dildo struck her, perhaps? And uh, just to get to the bottom of how much damage could possibly have been done to her torso, uh, did you notice a particular velocity with which the dildo was hurled by the accused? Well, I'm the only man without a DUI in Florida. I'm the only man without a DUI in Florida. Yay! A Florida woman is accused of biting children. Let's hope they're her own and this isn't a babysitting situation. I'm just kidding. She shouldn't be biting any children. Unless she's a vampire and then, you know, she has to feed guys, okay? Are we going to deny vampires their feeding hour, all right? I'm not here to vampire shame, okay? I want to uplift everybody in the culture, make everybody feel good. (laughs) This Florida woman is accused of hitting and biting two young children. She's just out there in the world like, I'll take care of your kids. Where are the kids at? Um, According to an affidavit filed by a trooper named Nathan, we have Florida lady Cheyenne Marie Karen, age 38. In this instance, Karen is her last name which is out of the ordinary, but she still is technically a Karen on some level. Uh, The alleged assaults occurred on November 24th in the affidavit. They had witnesses in the home say that Cheyenne, the Florida lady, has assaulted five children. Five! Five children. That's outrageous. According to the children, Florida lady Cheyenne shoved them, hit them. Two of them were bit. Cheyenne says... uh, She does not usually drink. That's what she told the investigators. I don't usually drink, but on that afternoon, I had five shots of moonshine, which is a malt beverage, in case you don't know. Five shots of moonshine, and I had a few beers as well. Well, listen, this is a lot of liquor for someone who does not usually drink. I don't know if we can believe her. She's a Florida lady that she does not usually drink. That probably means in Florida terms, she only has one at breakfast, two at lunch, and five at dinner. That's my guess. Moonshine, very powerful though. That'll make you want to bite something. Uh, Florida lady Cheyenne stated that she does not remember any of this biting happening and that it is really not like her to do anything quite like this. She's blaming it on the moonshine. Blame it on the alcohol that I bit the children in my vicinity. 
The Florida lady stated she knows that the juveniles were taking photos of her using her phone and thinks, if anything, that sent her over the top. Over the top. Okay. Who's been using my phone? <laughs> I'm about to draw blood. The Florida lady thinks that her anxiety and depression medication mixed with the moonshine caused her to black out, perhaps. According to the juveniles, Cheyenne also slapped and punched them. Okay. Of course, our Florida woman on Monday pleaded not guilty to the charges. Because I guess if you're blacked out, you're really just not responsible, right? <laughs> Isn't that how it goes? If that's the case, then I'm definitely not responsible for peeing on someone's pants when I was in college, thinking that it was a toilet. Yeah, that's something I definitely did. And I'm very sorry, Kate, if you're out there. Well, I'm the only man who hasn't been caught on security footage touching myself in a Walmart in Florida. Yay! A Florida woman sues Velveeta, claiming its macaroni and cheese takes longer than three and a half minutes to cook. A lot of you sent me this story, and I'm grateful. It's wonderful. Let's get into it. A Florida woman is accusing Kraft Heinz of misleading advertising based on the time that it takes to prepare a single-serving cup of microwavable mac and cheese. Now, while the company markets its Velveeta shells and cheese as being, quote, ready in three and a half minutes, Florida woman Amanda Ramirez, who has a lot of time on her hands, says, well, that's only the amount of time each cup needs to be microwaved. The actual preparation process from stirring in the water and letting the cheese sauce thicken actually takes longer. Although Amanda does not specify how much longer. Clearly long enough for her to get aggravated and file a lawsuit. But given these circumstances around this lawsuit, I'd imagine it doesn't take much for Florida woman Amanda Ramirez to get annoyed and file a lawsuit. And it is a big one. A 15-page class action lawsuit was filed, alleges that the parent company Kraft Heinz actually sells more of this product and at a higher price than it would if it did not mislead the consumers about the pasta's preparation time of three and a half minutes. Now, Florida woman Amanda has a big legal team that's fighting this battle because so many of us have lost how many minutes to Velveeta? <laughs> I know I've lost probably eight and a half minutes of my life has gone to this mac and cheese preparation. Sheesh. Am I going to get a hundred grand out of this? I hope so. How do I join your lawsuit, Amanda? Uh, the legal team says that Amanda, like many consumers who seek to stretch their money as far as possible when buying groceries, uh, they chose Velveeta in this instance over other similar products because of the preparation time that it says on the label, three and a half minutes. And that's why she bought it. And that's why a lot of people buy it for the three and a half minutes. Really? Is that why people are buying it? The three and a half minutes? I don't even look at such things when I buy mac and cheese. I mean, I'm a degenerate if I'm already buying boxed mac and cheese at that point. Pff, what do I care about saving a minute? You know, I'm obviously throwing my life on the line as it is. I'm about to eat mac and cheese out of a box, bro. And it strikes me as hilarious that she would sue over the time it takes to prepare and not sue for the fact that they advertise it as cheese. That's not cheese. I don't know what that is. <laughs> it seems to me like that should be the class action lawsuit. That ain't even cheese, lady. It's a powder. 
You understand? It's a powder. It's not even cheese. <laughs> that would make more sense. Now, it says here, our Florida lady, our justice warrior trying to bring some positive change in the world, guys. Save us some minutes. Is seeking more than $5 million in damages. I guess her seconds are worth quite a bit. The Kraft Heinz company called this lawsuit frivolous in a statement provided to the media saying that it will strongly defend against the allegations in this complaint. While some might be quick to dismiss this case as cheesy, <laughs> Amanda's team says it's very important to hold corporations accountable in all forms. Uh, they're saying that this is deceptive advertising. Very deceptive. There are a lot of people that may feel this is just a little bit of fibbing and not really a case. However, we are striving for something better. We want corporate America to be straightforward and truthful in advertising their products. Velveeta's claims that this mac and cheese is going to be ready in three and a half minutes is misleading. It's false. Microwaving is only one of the steps necessary. There are other steps making it not three and a half minutes, making it more like six. <laughs> this is a horrible thing to do to the public. You're endangering them. There are four steps, it says, listed in the directions on the back of this package. Here, here are the steps. Remove the lid and cheese sauce pouch. Add water to the fill line. Stir. Microwave for three and a half minutes and then stir in the cheese sauce, which the instructions say will thicken upon standing. But the lawsuit says the product couldn't possibly be ready for consumption in a mere 210 seconds. And the label would only be accurate... If it said that the snack took three and a half minutes to microwave, <laughs> and what about the time it takes to digest? How about that? One of Amanda's lawyers is Spencer Sheehan. This is a New York-based attorney who in recent years has filed hundreds of lawsuits alleging misleading claims in food advertising and packaging. This guy files at a rate of about three such lawsuits per week. How about that? This guy single-handedly has caused a historic spike in the number of class action lawsuits against food and beverage companies. Sheehan has filed over 100 suits alleging that various products from soda to soy milk market, quote, vanilla products that actually use synthetic vanilla or other flavors, either in addition to or instead of the more expensive vanilla bean. Some of the most recent cases from this lawyer include accusing Frito-Lay of not using enough real lime juice in its, quote, hint of lime Tostito chips, and alleging that Kellogg misrepresents the amount of fruit in its strawberry Pop-Tarts, uh, which is a story I also covered. <laughs> there's, no, there's no real fruit in here in these Pop-Tarts. Well, this guy makes Jackie Childs look like a real lawyer. Do you guys know Jackie Childs from Seinfeld? Well, Your Honor... You should notice Crunch Berries, not real berries. In fact, Captain Crunch, not a real captain. Have you met this Chef Boyardee? Not a real chef either. Seven-minute abs. Let me tell you something. Jackie Childs tried them for seven years. Didn't get a single ab. Well, I'm the only man who hasn't crawled through the drive through window of a fast food restaurant for not putting mayonnaise on my BLT in Florida. Hello, my fellow weirdos. Happy Friday. Or maybe it's Saturday. Could be Monday. I don't know what day it is. Maybe it's Wednesday and you're listening to the Friday episode because you have some sort of time machine. And listen, if you have a time machine and you're not sharing it with Jonesy, please do. That's not fair to keep it all to yourself. I've always wanted a time machine so I can go back in time and fix that threesome I screwed up in South Boston, as you know. I also would like to go back 
in time and buy some Michael Jordan rookies. That way, I, Jonesy wouldn't doesn't have to work anymore. You know, that'd be pretty cool too. I would like to give a shout out to someone who joined the Patreon, which is a lovely thing to do during the holidays. Let's meet Amber Edwards. Amber Edwards joined the Patreon. Thank you so much, Ed, Amber. I'm so grateful for your level of generosity and support of the Weird AF News podcast, the only daily weird news podcast in the world. And uh, it's really nice of you. Appreciate that. Please enjoy the extra content that's in the Patreon. Content? Yeah, that's right, guys. There's extra content in there. In fact, I put, what, two articles and three videos in there this morning? Yeah, some good shit in the Patreon, by the way. Enjoy that. You can join the Patreon as well, like Amber, by going to patreon.com slash weirdafnews. Or going to weirdafnews.com and clicking on the Patreon banner. You can also buy Jonesy coffees off the website, weirdafnews.com. Lovely thing to do for the holidays, right? And because we have this guy named Michael from Iowa City who's super supportive, he's going to match everybody's donations uh, during the holidays. So that means when you join, he's going to kick in some cash. So lovely, right, and generous of Michael to do so. And I appreciate his support as well. He is an all-star, and I'm grateful. Um, what else would I like to say? Uh, I guess that's about it. I'm going to publish some phone calls after this. How about that? And if you want to call the show, that's pretty cool. The number is 646-450-2012. And I have an email, funnyjones at gmail.com. If you'd like to f- see, like track what I'm doing over the weekends because you miss me, I have an Instagram, at funnyjones, so you can see where I'm performing and what I'm up to. Uh, I like to post stories about what I'm eating sometimes or what I'm listening to. Uh, as for shows, I'm going to be in Dallas in a week. So if you're in Dal- the Dallas, Fort Worth area from the 8th of December to the 11th, I'll be, uh, in a neighborhood called Addison TK's comedy club. So reach out to me with an email if you'd like some information on that, but you can also just look up that, uh, there's a website and you can buy tickets off that if you're in the area, love to meet some of you. So that'd be pretty cool. Anyways, I'm going to get to the calls and I just want to thank you and hope you have a fantastic weekend as always. Much love. I'm out. Hey, Jonesy, it's Christy with a C on Instagram, and I was calling about the Hooters story. Um, My husband and I adopted our children when our daughter was 12, and our sons were 8 and 4, and we've always taken them to Hooters, and now I kind of feel like a bad parent. I'm not sure. Um, Not for special occasions, just to eat. And uh, we also go to a restaurant called Twin Peaks, which is the same as Hooters, except they wear way cuter uniforms. Um, you know, these are adult women who know exactly why people go to eat there and they're not doing anything against their will and I don't see anything wrong with it. So I don't know. My kids never complained and, um, two of them are adults now. So, (laughs) okay. Good luck with your life, man. Yay! Hey, Jonesy. It's Michael calling from Iowa City. Hey, fellow weirdos. I, hey, when I listened to yesterday's podcast, uh, I had called in about, Jonesy making jokes about how to get into heaven by donating to him. And I had uh, quoted a, a Bible passage. And the second I was listening to the show, I had quoted the bo- wrong Bible passage. I said Ephesians 2, 4. And instantly I knew, I don't know how I misspoke it, but it's Ephesians 2, 8, not Ephesians 2, 4. And I just misspoke. I don't know why I said that, but, you know, it's that verse that says it is through God's grace that we get into heaven, not through our good deeds or good works, because uh, God says that if we think it's through our good works, it's not. It's through his grace because he doesn't want us boasting about our good works. 
Um, of course, it is good to do good things for your fellow man, but he doesn't want us boasting about those good works. But anyway, um, I wanted to correct myself before someone else did that. Maybe people have already called in. But uh, the other thing I wanted to point out is today, December 1st, is National Pie Day. So everyone should be celebrating with a nice slice of pie. So maybe you've got some leftover Thanksgiving pies, pumpkin pie or cherry, apple, lemon meringue, whatever. It's a week old at this point, so uh, marginal, but maybe get yourself a nice fresh slice of pie and enjoy. Okay, everyone, good luck with your life, man. And especially if you're eating week-old pie, you might, might need some good luck. Take care, everyone.